This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today, we bring our series called Building a Better Future to a close. In these lessons, Pastor Rick shares how we can build a foundation for a better future by following the examples of leaders in the Bible who followed God's calling to rebuild after a time of captivity. Now in just a few moments, we're going to tell you how you can get a copy of the brand new Daily Hope Prayer Journal, a great resource that will help you tap into God's power and presence as you discover the keys to praying with passion and purpose. Go to PastorRick.com to find out more or text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Now here's Pastor Rick Warren with the final part of a message called, How to Earn the Respect of Others. Now, did you catch verse nine where he appeals to the best of people? He said, we must honor God by the way we live so that others can't find fault with us. Every good leader knows how to do this, how to bring out the best in others. 1861, right before America's Civil War began, President Abraham Lincoln was elected and at his inauguration, he spoke to a deeply divided nation. And he was trying to reduce the fears of his opponents who had voted against him and were worried in his first inaugural address. And he, he famously concluded by saying this, we're not enemies, but friends. And we must not let passion break our bonds of affection. And we must be led by the better angels of our nature. That's a famous line. We must be led by the better better angels of our nature. He's saying, appeal to the best in people. Why? Proverbs 11, 27. If your goals are good, you will be respected. If your goals are good, you will be respected. Finally, Nehemiah does one other thing in this chapter. It's the fifth way to earn the respect of others. And here it is. Do everything with humility and generosity. Do everything, everything you do in life. Live a life of humility and generosity. Look at this verse up uh, on on the screen. For 12 years, I was governor. Nehemiah ends this chapter by giving a personal testimony. Here's his testimony. He says, for the 12 years that I was governor, neither I nor my team ate the food entitled to the governor. Circle the word entitled, we'll come back to that. We didn't eat the food that was entitled to to me and my team. Now the previous governors before me had placed heavy burdens of taxation on the people to pay for this, what? All the perks that Nehemiah turned down. He said even their assistants took advantage of the people. But I never did that. This is a man of character. I never did that. He says, out of reverence for God, I did not act like they did, the previous governors. He said, instead you know, of accepting all the perks, I devoted myself to working on the wall, and so did all my men. None of us acquired any land. He said, We're, we weren't making money off of our position, our, our position in, in the government. He said, also, I paid the cost personally 
of 150 people who daily ate at my table, along with many foreign guests. He sure had to, you know, show hospitality to the people who came as the governor. He said, in spite of all this, the stuff I turned down and the stuff that I paid for personally, I never demanded what was due to me as governor. I never demanded what was due to me because the people, listen, here's his reason, the people were having a difficult time. Wow. Where, do, where are leaders like that today? He says, so, he, now he's a prayer. Remember me with favor, oh my God, for all I've done for these people. Remember me with favor, oh my God, for all I've done for these people. Who were these people? They were God's people. Now, this personal testimony of Nehemiah has a lot to teach us about humility and generosity as secrets of earning the respect of others. And when you earn the respect of others, it increases your influence. Notice, he rejected a sense of entitlement as governor. He said, I was entitled to this, but I made no demands. He rejected a sense of entitlement. He refused all the perks of his office that the previous governors had expected. Now, what is entitlement? Entitlement is a narcissistic personality trait. It is the sense that I deserve something when I really haven't done anything to deserve it. I just feel entitled to it. I feel entitled to that parking spot. I feel entitled to the best seat. And you should let me have it, not you take it. Entitlement is expecting special treatment. It's going through life with a you owe it to me attitude because you think that you're better than others. The only cure for a sense of entitlement is humility. Now, not only did he reject that sense of entitlement, second thing is he didn't use his position or power to enrich himself. He said, none of us acquired any land for ourselves. We're just busy working on the wall that God told us to build. And the third thing is he put the needs of the people ahead of his own. Put the needs of the people ahead of his own. That's humility in action. That's real humility. I never demanded what was due me because the people were having a difficult time. It's no wonder Nehemiah was so respected. It's no wonder that even his opponents said, well, you ask us to do this, we'll do it. We'll give all the money back. We'll, we'll release all the slaves. We'll give all the land back. Why? Because he spoke with authority, the moral authority of somebody who was deeply respected. I want you to be that kind of a person. Now, the Bible says in Proverbs 29, 23, if you're humble, you will be respected. If you're humble. But not only do we see humility in these verses of Nehemiah's testimony, but we also see how he was respected because he, he was generous. He wasn't just humble. He had a generous spirit. And he talks about how he personally paid for many of the costs of his leadership position. He didn't tax people for that. He paid for it himself, including feeling, feeding all of his team every day, all those 12 years. He said 150 people I fed meals to for 12 years. And in several other passages in this book, we, we learn of Nehemiah's other generosity. Now, the Bible has many, many, many promises about generosity. But Psalm 112 verse nine says this, whoever gives generously to the needy and shows kindness will be powerful and, look at the word, respected. You wanna be respected? Humility and generosity. 
humility and generosity, humility and generosity. Don't have a sense of entitlement. Don't have a sense of making demands. Well, I have my rights. No, no. In Christ, we give up our rights to serve Jesus Christ, and we, but we defend the rights of others. Now, to sum up this message and these five things that Nehemiah did that made him such a respected leader, gave him such moral clarity, gave him such influence, to sum up this message, what we're really talking about is the issue of your legacy. Your legacy. So here's the question I want to end with. What will people remember about your life after you're gone? We know what they remembered about Nehemiah's life. What are they going to remember about your life after you're gone? That you did any of these five things? More important, let me ask you this. What do you want to be remembered for? That's your choice. That's your choice. Let me close with a couple promises. Proverbs 10, verse 7. Good people will be remembered as a blessing. Proverbs 10, 7. Good people will be remembered as a blessing. I want you to be remembered as a blessing. I want people to think, those members of Saddleback Church, those are blessed people, and they were a blessing to everybody else. That's a legacy. Proverbs 14, 22 says this. You'll earn the trust and respect of others if you work for good. Friends, the world is filled with a lot of bad things. There's a lot of things that are wrong, that are sinful, that are unjust, that are evil, but you will earn the trust and respect of others if you work for good. What are you gonna use the rest of your life for? Are you gonna work for good? Are you gonna let God give you a passion for some area of justice, some area of change, some area of helping those who have little or no help. See, the world is looking for people that they can trust. The world is looking for people that, that have credibility, that are worthy of respect. And I want you to be one of those people, someone with credibility, somebody worth listening to because you do these same five things that Nehemiah did. You see, respect and influence go hand in hand. So I want to challenge you. Here's your homework for this week. I want you to start working on these five principles that cause you to earn the respect of others. First, ask God to help you be a more empathetic listener. People respect that. God, help me to not be quick to give a solution, but help me to just listen and to hear their feelings and then identify with those feelings and try to feel those feelings. Ask God to help you empathize with the feelings of others. And then number two, ask God to help you pause and think every time before you speak. Quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. Ask God to help you pause and think before you speak. Then ask God to help you resolve conflicts when you know about them one-on-one. -on -one. To not talk to other people, but to talk to the person personally and deal with that, have the courage to do that. Number four, ask God to help you to appeal to the best in people instead of bringing out the worst of them. Instead of being critical and judgmental and labeling them and telling everybody what they're doing wrong, paint a picture of what they could be. 
Help them see in faith what they could be. Bring out the best in people, not the worst in people. Would you ask God to help you start doing that? And number five, ask God to help you do everything with humility and generosity. If you do your, live your life with humility and generosity, there's almost nothing God won't do for that woman or that man. Now, I'd like to pray for you uh, right now. So let's bow our heads. Father, we desperately need people in this world who do these five things. We live on a broken planet with broken people, so much hurt, so much pain, so much shame, uh, so much sorrow, grief, uh, injustice, so many things that are wrong in our society. And we're not supposed to look to uh, other people for the solutions. We're not supposed to look to government for the solutions. You want us to be the solution. Your people, your body, the bride of Christ. Help us to do these things that Nehemiah did, that we may live with integrity and humility and generosity, that we would be quick to listen and slow to speak, that, that we would be uh, uh, gentle, not judgmental, Lord, that we would be people who, who bring out the best in others, not the worst. Help us to work on these five things this week. We can't do it on our own. We need your Holy Spirit to help us change. But help us to change in such ways that people take notice. And I pray, Father, that you will raise up uh, a generation of people who have credibility and have respect even among unbelievers because they live the way Nehemiah lived, the way Jesus lived. Help us to get angry about the stuff that's wrong in the world, but to not depend on human anger to solve it, but to depend on you. With their heads bowed, if you've never opened your life to Christ, say, Jesus Christ, come into my life and save me. I wanna follow you. I need your spirit in my life. I need your love. I need your forgiveness. I need your mercy. And as much as I know how, I open my life to you. And I humbly ask you to accept me into your family. I'm putting my trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hi, this is Pastor Rick. If you just prayed to accept Jesus Christ into your heart, congratulations. You're now my brother or sister in the Lord, and you need to tell somebody, and why don't you tell me? Write to me, rick at pastorrick.com. Just email me, rick at pastorrick.com, and tell me your story. I would love to read it. And by the way, I'll send you some free material to help you start in your new journey with the Lord. God bless you. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We are so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. Now, if you'd like to receive Rick's free daily devotional, go to PastorRick.com and sign up right now. You'll get hope and encouragement from Pastor Rick delivered to your inbox every day. Rick will be back to close out our time today. But first, if you want to make your time in prayer the best it can be, then you're going to want to get a copy of the brand new Daily Hope Prayer Journal. This year's theme, Connecting with Jesus, the Source of Living Water, will help you tap into God's power and presence as you discover the keys to praying with passion and purpose. 
This hardcover journal features a soft-touch cover and 235 beautifully designed pages, filled with inspiring Bible verses, photos, and artwork. It's a spiritual growth tool designed to help you enjoy a vibrant prayer life, connect with the Lord, and establish a consistent daily prayer time. As you use this journal, you'll be amazed at how faithful God is to answer your prayers. You'll be reminded every day how much God loves you and wants to be part of your life. When you give a gift to help Daily Hope reach people around the world with the hope of Jesus, we'll send you the brand new Daily Hope Prayer Journal to say thanks. Quantities are limited, so act now. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this great resource. That's PastorRick.com or just text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. And thanks so very much for your support. Here's Pastor Rick with a letter from one of our listeners. Hello, everybody. Today I want to share with you the story of Christine who wrote to me. She says she lost everything, but I want you to listen how God is working in her life now. Christine wrote this to me. Pastor Rick, Daily Hope has brought me out of some truly dark times. Three and a half years ago, my marriage of 13 years ended. My husband was an atheist, and I decided early on in our relationship that he would be my number one priority, not God. And for 13 years, I tolerated being lied to and cheated on and told that believing in God was stupid and foolish. And then he ended it all, and I was left alone with nothing. No friends, no home, no family. And as I was facing a new life on my own, a coworker recommended that I listen to the Daily Hope podcast. And after a few weeks of listening, I got up the nerve to return to church for the first time in over 13 years. It's been challenging starting my life all over again, and I still encounter obstacles almost daily, but I have also grown, and I've healed a lot over the last three years. Now, I continue to listen to the Daily Hope podcast, and I just purchased your book, A Purpose Driven Life. I've been going to church steadily, and I even sing now on our worship team. Had it not been for Daily Hope, I don't know if I would have ever returned to church or to God but I'm so glad that I did. Thank you, Daily Hope. Well, you know, thanks for writing, Christine. Your, your story is a great reminder that God can use any pain in our lives to draw us closer to him if we'll give it to him. And then he can bring good even out of all the bad if we will just trust him. Now, you know, notice that Christine found out about Daily Hope and the podcast because a coworker shared it when she was facing dark days. It was just a simple act by a friend, simply forwarding a podcast that helped Christine start her journey back to God, and it helped her reconnect with the church family. What a simple step to make such a major change in someone's life. Can you think of somebody in pain right now that you could forward on the Daily Hope podcast to? Can you think of somebody who's suffering, somebody who is questioning, somebody who's in despair? Would you do that for a friend? Would you share Daily Hope with someone in your family or someone at work? I'd like you to just pray 
and ask God, say, God, show me the people around me that you want to know you. And show me the people that I should share daily hope with. If you do that, I am certain God will show you. He'll bring names and faces to mind. Just try it. God bless you. If you'd like to let Rick know how this broadcast has blessed you, please feel free to send him an email at rick at pastorrick.com. That's rick at pastorrick.com. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.